Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Here at Healing Journeys Today. I don't know why I love singing that, but here's the deal. Why am I talking about Jesus the Word? I've been in Mark, I think now for three weeks, and it's Mark chapter five, uh, Mark 11, and also Mark six. We're going to get in Mark six right now. And the reason is because if you don't get the revelation or understand or get the, the knowledge that Jesus is the word and that the word, you got that word, you got it. You got it on a phone, maybe, you know, Bible app, or you have your Bible. It's the same Jesus, the word that walked there and healed all those people that went about uh, uh, that went about doing good and healing all kinds of sickness and disease. You know, he is the same yesterday, today and forever. That's why I'm talking about. Jesus is the word for healing. Last week we spoke about Jesus is the word and the word is Jesus. There is no difference there. He just is the word and he's alive and powerful and living. You know, he's just kicking it. And he wants to be great in you and great in me. So Jesus is health and healing and that health and healing wants to be great in you. Oh man, he never lost his power. So we are in Mark 6. It just gets better and better. Jesus is the word for your health, your healing, your restoration, everything that you need. Okay, listen to this. If you got your Bible, you can read with me. And if you don't, don't feel condemned. So Jesus rejected at Nazareth. Oh man, that's that's terrible when I read that. Oh, I don't like that. But okay, I also rejected him once, so I know how that is. Um, there it says, then he went out. Mark 6, we start from first one. Then he went out from there and came to his own country. Hey, great, right? Going to your own country, you know, the people you know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and his disciples followed him. So his disciples just went with him everywhere he, he went. And when the Sabbath had, had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, where did this man gonna get these things? Like, huh? what? And what wisdom is this which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hands? So they saw those mighty works. And then, is this not the carpenter's son? Hmm. The son of Mary and brother of James, Joseph, uh, Judas, and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. You know, there's so much. Well, every scripture, everything I'm reading, it's so jam-packed, filled with finger-licking good things of the word. But I just want to show you that Jesus is the word, and the word is Jesus he is still the same today, yesterday, today, and forevermore. And here they're talking about Jesus, the word. And do you see, because Mark chapter 5, we saw that Jesus delivered a man who was, on a, who had, who was possessed with demons, like a legion demons, 600, I don't know, 72, you know, demons or whatever, a legion of demons. And then he, uh, there was a woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. She got her healing through her faith, but then he told her, 
that she was, you know, affliction was over with. And then we see a little girl raised from the dead. And when he said Talita Kumi, the little girl, she woke up. But first he had to come up against unbelief. So we see that Jesus, three things in one chapter he did, showing us, I am the word. I love you guys. I've got compassion for you. I am the help. I am the healing. I raise the dead. You know, I heal the sick. I cleanse the lepers. He, he is all of that. And now he is living on the inside of us. That word is living on the inside of us and we got it even in ink, you know, we got it written down. Now listen to this part. He came to his own, his own country who are his own. We are also his own, we are his children. But do you know that many times we don't see Jesus through the word? We just think, yeah, that was for them. They had Jesus in physical form so everyone could get healed, Cindy. That, that's just that. We don't have him in physical form. And that's why I'm still not healed. I'm still in pain. I'm still suffering. And he's not doing anything for me. I, I quoted the word. I confessed the word. I spoke the word. I did the word. But nothing is happening. Okay, okay. But do you know that if we say those things, we actually are saying that Jesus is a liar. You're actually saying that whatever is written here in the word is not totally true. Or that he will do it for some people, but not for all. When he says he's no respecter of persons, because he isn't. Jesus is not a respecter of persons. Papa God is not a respecter of persons. Holy Spirit is not a respecter of persons. They are not respecter of persons. What they did for one, they did for all. You know, it was for everyone. Do you know that everyone in the whole white world and all those pregnant, uh, getting babies, those babies even, they can get saved? Do you know that? But why isn't everyone saved? Because they don't see Jesus as the word, as the truth. They don't see Jesus as their savior. So they say no to him. And here we find that the people of his own country who knew him, they knew his mom, they knew, they knew his dad, they knew his mom, they knew his sisters. Maybe they even married, you know, one of the sisters. They knew the brothers and they just got offended while they saw that he had so much wisdom because there's wisdom in the word. Jesus is wisdom and he became to us wisdom, but he is wisdom. And then you find out that what, what did Jesus want to do most? If you, if you search the, the scriptures, the gospel, you see that he was always, always healing people. You see, healing, delivering people, it was in his heart. That was, he just wants people healed. He just wants people delivered. He never wanted you to be sick, not one second of your entire life. It was never in his plan. Never, ever, ever. He is health. He is healing. He is deliverance. He is restoration for your body. That's who he is. And that person, Jesus, lives on the inside of you. But if I cannot get you to that point to understand that the word is Jesus and Jesus is the word and he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever, it looks it will look so difficult. But it's not. He loves you so much. But listen what these people did. Because on, uh, many hearing him. So there were people listening, just like you and I. You know, we listen to the word. So many were hearing him. But they did something. 
So they heard the wisdom. They saw the mighty wonders he did through his hands and listened to what they said. Let me say it again. Is this not the carpenter's son? What did they do? They degraded Jesus immediately. There was nothing wrong being a carpenter's son, but he's not just a carpenter's son. Where he was right there, he is Jesus the word. And he's Jesus the word of health and healing and strength and restoration, deliverance. He's the savior. He wanted to be the health and the healing for them. They didn't want to see him like that. They saw him as a carpenter's son. And do you know why? It gives us the answer. Because it says here, so they were offended at him. Sometimes we are offended at the Lord as well. And that's something it will hinder you. You know, even while I'm teaching and uh, maybe I'm very happy, you know, like, ah, <laughs> and laughing and oh, oh, everything's great. And you can get offended by that because why are you laughing? I cannot even laugh. You don't know my situation, Cindy. Stop it. It's not a party right now. Yeah, life is not a party, Cindy. Not for me. And you can get offended because I'm happy or because I laugh. But I only laugh and I'm only happy because I understood that Jesus, he is the word for healing. He was the word for healing for me and still is. I never stopped looking at him like that. I never uh, uh, saw Jesus as just a carpenter's son. So you can look at me and say, yeah, it's just Cindy. And that's okay by me. But the words are coming out of my mouth from the word. They are his word. They are Papa God's word. I'm just voice activating it, the words after him. I'm just speaking about Jesus, just telling you about Jesus. He just wants you healed. He just wants your physical manifestation because it gives glory to him. What father wants his children to walk around sick? You know, I, I was a single mom for years. So why would I want to see my kids sick? torn apart emotionally, wounded, hurt. Why would I want that? Of course I wouldn't want that. And I'm not even a man, so I'm not a father. I'm, I'm just a mom. But as a mom, do you know, I would never, ever want to see my children sick. Never, ever want to see my children go through what I went through. Never. That's why I'm speaking the word, because it stopped with me. I have a grandbaby. Oh, she's almost six months. She's just a chubby chubby beautiful little one you know and I would never ever want her to be sick never and I am just a human being just just a human being and I don't want that go figure Papa God who made us who sent forth his son Jesus the word for your health and healing and then he sits back and says no no I'm not going to heal Cindy. No, no, no. Just, just stay sick. She has to learn something. I'm going to teach her something through that sickness. He would never do that. He loves us so much. And he has already placed that healing on the inside of us. We just need to draw it out. Because that's actually where I'm going at, you know, Mark 11 <laughs> from verse 22. We need to draw it out. 
But we first need to understand that this word is still alive. He is still alive and he's living on the inside of you. So they got offended. And do you know what the Greek word for that offended uh, the word means? Skandalizo. And skandalizo, it means, because I wrote, I wrote it down, I also went to Google and checked that word. So uh, skandalizo, it means like a stumbling block or impediment in your way um, to entice to sin. When I saw that one, I was like, what? Getting offended by the word entices to sin? To cause to uh, 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 fall away. So it's like it's pushing you away from the truth. It hinders you from acknowledging his authority. That's, mm, it does a lot. And on Google, it said, irritated. Have you ever felt irritated because someone else got healed? You didn't get healed. Have, have you ever felt irritated when a teaching was going on, no matter what kind of teacher? And then they were all, you know, happy, the, the happiest. And you're still sick. Annoyed is another word. Have you ever got annoyed? Angry. Angry, resentful, to feel hurt or to get upset. So these people, they got like irritated, annoyed, upset. They felt hurted by him because you're just a carpenter's son. Who are you coming to tell me, showing me, give oh, what? So this became like a stumbling block to them. And Jesus is not a stumbling block. But they got offended by him. They got offended. So who can stop that health and healing from flowing? They did it themselves. By looking at Jesus through the lens of what they knew. They never ever changed their vision to seeing Jesus as the one who could heal maybe their own children. Or who could heal their mom or their dad. They never looked at him like that because they were already offended at him. If there's any offense, we need to get rid of that. Get rid of that because it's a stumbling block. It will hinder you in your way. It will cause you to fall away. It will entice you to sin. And it's here. I didn't write the Bible. It's here. It's here. Well, you know, there was a time that uh, when I was sick, I, I really thought that, yes, Jesus, he can heal. But I need to find uh, someone like Benny Hinn, you know, like a miracle uh, 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 healer, preacher. And I need to find that. But Benny Hinn wasn't coming to town here. So <laughs> he wasn't. So I was thinking like that. I wasn't seeing Jesus as the person that he is, the word, my healer, my health and my healing. I was looking for Jesus in someone else. I wasn't looking in the word and I'm honest right now. I wasn't at first. It was not that the word. Yeah. Later on. But at first I, I, I became offended because I was like crying as, as I saw first Peter two twenty four. I saw Isaiah uh, four and five. I saw it all. I saw Matthew eight. I saw every scripture on healing, but I was still in pain and I was suffering. I had emotional wounds and I didn't see my future. I could not see it. So I also got offended and I didn't see him as a carpenter's son because I didn't know Jesus as a carpenter. They did, but I got offended because yeah, there 
in the other uh, places and other countries. You heal people. You get people out of wheelchairs. You know, I was my mind was going like that, but it caused me to fall away. It caused me. It was a stumbling block for me. It was hindering me because all I had to do was to see Jesus in the word for who he was and is and forever will be. And that he loves me so much and that he's, he had already done it for me. He never wanted me sick. He never wanted me to almost die in 2016, the night of November. He never wanted that for me. It was not in his plan. It was not his will. But I had to understand that Jesus is not just a carpenter's son because they degraded him. But to me, he also became like a stumbling block because I saw it in the word just like them. And maybe you're, you have the same thing. I don't know. But just like them, you know, who is this? Because you see the mighty works in the word. You see the wisdom that he has. And then... We degrade him and say, yeah, but, I, but I'm still sick. Yeah, I confess the word, but nothing helps. Yeah, resting is finished work. No, I did that. Nothing is helping. I'm still in pain, Cindy. Yeah, you and every teacher, you're, you're praying for me, but nothing is working. But do you know that the only reason, for example, why I pray is because I know it's his healing power and not mine because I don't have that. He is living on the inside of me with that healing power and I just draw it out. But I had to also draw it out for myself and I had to stop the offense. I had to stop the offense and I had to see Jesus through the word. So there just came a point that I stopped looking at the outside a world for help. Like what great evangelist with healing power can pray for me because I had in my head is so-and-so pray for me and I get healed and then I will find out how to receive healing for myself. Why would you? You, you? Then you will be healed. So really, but I had to find out for myself that Jesus is the word and that the word was, was healing me, was my help. That is, and I cannot teach something else because it wasn't that someone came into my living room, came into my house, came to me at night when I had, uh, when I needed help, when I needed relief, when I needed comfort, when I needed someone to help me. There was no one there but one, <laughs> and that was Jesus. Because when I look back and I tell him, I say, you, you were there. You know, I remember I had to be in the hospital and they were going to operate on me. And it was so terrible because I felt like a fear coming up. And I was alone in that hospital, of course. And then the Lord told me, he said, but I'm always with you. I am with you there in a cold on a, a room because I just think operation rooms are so cold. And I was just shivering because like 40 kilos, I was like, you know, like that, so tiny and my bones are sticking out. And I felt so alone. There was a, a point I felt so alone. Like I know how that feels. And he just told me, no, I'm right here. And you know what I had to do? I had to believe him on his word. I couldn't see him with my physical eyes. And you know what I started to do? I started to speak in tongues. So they, 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 um, 
I was in the back and then I had a nurse uh, at the back and a nurse in the front and they were uh, 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 bringing me to the hospital room. When I got into the hospital room, I just was still speaking in tongues, but I wasn't speaking. I was like singing like, I was just singing in tongues. And because I thought, well, let me just sing. <laughs> then it looks like I'm just singing a song. And then the surgeon came and he said, what is that song that you're singing? It's a beautiful song. And I'm like, yes, thank you. It's a beautiful song. And he said, just keep on singing. So they placed, uh, how do you say that? The, the mask on my head to get me out. <laughs> and afterwards, they told me, they said, we had such a hard time getting you to sleep, getting you to doze off. Because they told me, they said, you, oh, I, I can almost cry when I think about that. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so good. They had such a hard time getting me to sleep, getting, you know, the thing to work because they said you kept on singing. And you know, guys, for me, <laughs> within a second, I was gone. So it was my spirit man speaking. Because I just believed him at his word. I am with you, Cindy. And you know, he plays it in the word. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's the word that I believe from his word. And he was there with me, keeping me safe and sound. And I was speaking in tongues while I was already, I was already gone. <laughs> so it was just my spirit was just speaking in tongues. You know, everything we need... You have in the word. Do you know when people, uh, if they would ask you, oh, you can go to like, um, um, how do you say it? A desert island, not, not a desert island, but uh, an island. And what would you take with you? You know, there was a game that we would play. And I would say the word <laughs> because I have the word. I got everything. And when I say that, I also mean health and healing. I'm not talking a fairy tale. It's not, oh, I got healed. Oh, you know, like, hey, <laughs> ching, ching. No, the word healed me. No one came in my house to pray for me days on end, telling me, you know what we're going to do, Cindy? We're going to sit right there next to you and pray for you and speak in authority over you until we see the physical healing manifestation. No. There was none. There, there was one friend coming into my house and she would take communion with me and she would pray for me. But she also had her own uh, other stuff to do. So I was alone most of the time. My children, they had to go to school. They also had to do their own things. There was no family member. There was no one. I had to get into the word and not get offended when I saw that he was healing all kinds of sickness and disease and I was still in pain. I needed not to do what they did because they did this. They got offended at him. We need to stop taking offense at Jesus, at the word, you know, at a teacher who tells you, well, you are already healed 2000 years ago. And then you go and say, no, that's not true because I still feel it. I can still see it. I can still hear it. I can still smell it. I can still taste it. But that's not right because we are already healed. 2,000 years ago when Jesus said, it is finished, guess what? It was finished with all those things.
And you, you can get that health and healing by you understanding that Jesus, the word that you got in your house, that you got in the Bible, that word, that written word, you got that, or you got a Bible app, or you got where, wherever you got a Bible, on your iPad, iPhone, whatever. And that word is it that heals you. It's not no one. It's the word. It's the word because every single one who prays for someone else, you know what it is? They got that word on the inside. They got it stirred up on the inside. So when they uh, 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 pray for you, when we pray for the sick, it's just we give it what we got. You know what um, Peter also said? He just gave that man what he got. And the man, he stood up. In the name of Jesus, we got the name of Jesus. We got the word. We understand. We just need to get the revelation that you're already healed. And it's the word Jesus who heals you. And we need to get rid of that offense. And I know a lot of you will say, I don't have offense. I'm not like that. But just be honest. Have you ever have like a slightest thing like getting angry with Papa God? Because where are you? Why aren't you healing me? Have you ever had that? Did you ever get upset at someone who was all glory, you know, all glory cloud because I got healed? Have you ever got upset or irritated or annoyed? Well, I have. And I had, and I, I, I cannot but just be honest because I'm telling you my personal story. There is nothing. Everyone can use that against me if they want to, but I don't mind because I know I had to get out of that offense. I had to understand it is Jesus the word and not uh, the Jesus somewhere in his miracle preacher that would uh, pray for me because what if you can never get to the person what if you cannot you know how to, uh, get the finances to get a flight there and in this time of corona you know people are in lockdowns what if you cannot even get to the airport because you are not allowed you know we we got like a curfew here in the Netherlands we have to be in in your house at, uh, I think it's um, 20.30 p.m., 8 p.m., uh, 8.30 p.m., sorry, I was thinking in, in Dutch time, 8.30 p.m., and uh, what then? And you cannot go? You need to understand it's this word. It's this word. The word that I'm talking about in Mark chapter 5, let me just recap. He delivered the demonic man from a legion of demons. How? By speaking it, by taking his authority and power and then speak it. Then the lady with the issue of blood, she rather grew worse. She went to all the doctors, used all the medication, whatever she did, but she rather grew uh, worse. And then she just heard of the word Jesus. Man, you know the demonic, uh, the man with the legion of demons, you know what he did? He ran to Jesus. He tried to get out of it, but he was cutting himself at night and crying. Why was he cutting himself? Why? Because he wanted to get rid of those demonic spirits. He opened somewhere, maybe a door, I don't know, but he wanted to get rid of it. And you know that we, we ourselves, we cannot in our flesh, but Jesus, the word can do that. And then he ran to Jesus, the word fell on his uh, uh, knees and worshiped Jesus. And then the demon knew, oh no, the legion of demons. He knew, mm, 
Now he made a choice to worship Jesus, the word. Now we have to get out. Ah, oh, and Jesus did it to, uh, through his word. And then the lady with the issue of blood, she heard about Jesus, the word, and you know what she did? Oh man, she kept on saying. So she kept on repeating the same thing, legoing it, keep on saying it and saying it and saying, if I may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And she was made whole. But she, she placed all her chips on Jesus, the word. Because she touched the word. It was the word that came into the land of Gennesaret and delivered that man, Jesus, the word. It was the word that by that lady's faith, she drew, she drew from the word, the virtue, the power. And then Jairus' daughter, the word was it that told him, don't be afraid, only believe the came and told her that, hey, your daughter's already dead. Don't, don't trouble the master any longer. So he saw him as a master, Rabuni, the rabbi, not even as Jesus, the healer, but still Jesus went with him. And now in his own country, they don't even want him. They are offended at him. And listen to this. What Jesus is saying, he says on our first six, now he could do no mighty works. He could do no mighty works. He could do no, no mighty works. Oh man, how terrible is that? Jesus, Jesus, the word could not do mighty works. Why? And then he tells us, on a, um, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. So he could not do many mighty works because of their unbelief. So they got offended and it enticed them to sin. It got them into unbelief. That's why he couldn't do it. Not because he didn't want to do it. He couldn't. And sometimes that word cannot do anything for us because we are still not seeing Jesus for who he is. He is your help. He is your healer. He is your healing. He is your restoration. And the moment that you really see that, I had to see that no one could help me. No one could be with me in those wee hours when it was so tough, so terrible, so painful. But Jesus, but Jesus, the word. That's why I'm just hammering on the word because I need you to understand that, that that is that word that will get you healed. It's that word that will get you healed. It's that word that will get you healed. But if we always look for someone to pray for us and, and don't hear me wrong, it's okay when people pray for you. But sometimes what I see is that people, they ask so many people to pray. Can you pray for me? Can you pray for me? Can you pray for me? Can you pray? And those people pray, 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 and nothing is happening. No physical manifestation. Maybe, maybe you need to go into the word yourself and then say, okay, okay, so-and-so prayed for me. That group prayed for me. So-and-so is praying for me. What, what is happening, Jesus? Because you, you are my health. You are my healing. And then he will give you the answer. Let's go to Mark 11. I like that so much. So now we are here. Mark 11 from verse 12, for instance. He, Jesus give, gives the example of the fig tree. You know, he was hungry, seeing a fig tree from afar off, having leaves. He 
went uh, to see if perhaps he would find figs of fruit on it. But when he went there, no fruits, only leaves, no figs, just leaves. So he knew it, it wasn't even the season for figs yet, but he knew that's not right. That thing is deceiving me. That thing is a liar. And then he said, let no man eat fruit from me ever again. And his disciples heard it. So he cursed that fig tree and it was loud enough that his disciples could hear him, but no one saw anything happening to the fig tree. So they never asked him anything. Then we drop down to Mark 11 from verse 20. Now, and then we hear uh, Peter talking now in the morning. And uh, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up, withered away from the roots. And then Peter said, Rabbi, ooh, look at that. The fig tree has dried up and withered away. So when Jesus cursed it, something has happened in the roots. So please stop speaking and saying, even on the inside, it's not working. I don't see it. I don't smell it. I don't feel it. I don't taste it. I don't hear it. Stop saying those things because you stop the flow. You yourself stop the flow. Stop doing that. Jesus is the word, the same yesterday, today, forever. What he did for someone else, he also did for you because the healing is already here. Okay, and listen to this. Then Jesus answered. Who answered Peter? Peter asked the question. Jesus answered. The word answered. We don't have Jesus walking around us right now but that doesn't matter because you will find your answer in the word the word will give you your answer to healing and health first peter 2 24 by his stripes you were healed meaning past tense it's already done it's a done deal we don't have to be sick not one second longer. And I know still people say, yeah, easy for you to say because you're healed. No, it wasn't easy for me to say back then, but I took it and I said, well, that's that. I believe it not as a truth, but as the truth. I took him upon his word. Okay, and then Jesus, the word, answered Peter, answered them and said to them, have faith in God. And then he tells whosoever, for surely I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be thou removed, be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in the heart, but believe that those things he's saying, he shall it will be done. He shall have whatever he says. What does Jesus mean? Because, okay, now you understand, get out of offense, get out of unbelief, you know, get out of fear, stress, worry, those type of things. And you see in Mark 5 how he delivered, how he healed, how he raised from the dead. And then you see that he couldn't do many mighty works in his own country. And it was because of their offense and their unbelief. And now I'm giving you a key, one of the biggest keys ever. Speaking. Speak. When you speak, you take your authority and the power that Jesus himself gave you. And you speak to the mountain of sickness and the seas. You speak. He tells us, you speak. Now, he gives us examples because the thing is with Jesus, everything that he did was an example for you and I. Listen, when you go to Mark 4, we're, we're, just, we're just running around in Mark. When you go to Mark 4, verse 30, then he arose and rebuked the wind. He arose and rebuked the wind. And said to the sea, said to the sea. So he rebuked the wind. He spoke against 
You know, he rebuked it like, stop. You know, he didn't want it. Stop it, I rebuke you. He rebuked the wind and he said to the sea, he said, so everything he did, he did with his mouth, you know, and a peace, be still. Hmm. He took authority over it and the wind ceased and there was a great calm. So he shows us and I can show you so many more places, but I'm not really someone from uh, many scriptures, but he shows us how peace be still. He rebuked the wind with the fig tree. Let no man eat fruit from you ever again. And that was a curse. So what do we need to do? That healing is already alive on the inside of you. Get rid of offense. Get rid of those things. Get rid of being annoyed, irritated, upset. You know, it will hinder you. It will hinder you. Not, not me or someone else or whoever. It will hinder you. So get rid of those things. Get rid of that unbelief. I'm always saying those type of things. Get rid of unbelief because it will stop that flow of faith. So you get the word. Jesus is the word for, for your healing. He is your help. He is your healing. I always grab 1 Peter 2.24 because it's so engrafted on the inside of me. It got me healed. So that's why. But you take your Bible first, your foundation, your word that you're standing on. In that word is the power, is the authority, is the life, you know, is the health, is the healing. And you just need to eat it and drink it and eat it and drink it until you're so full that if someone would ask you something, you would just throw up the word. Like, well, first read it to 24, five times and we're already healed. You know, like it just comes up when you, you don't even want to say that. And someone asks you a question about health and healing, you go, oh, five times and we're already healed. You're like, oh. I said it again, you know, like, wow, because it just comes out. You're like a hot stove with that word. And then, you know, when your gun is loaded, that's when you shoot. So your gun is loaded and then you take your mouth, your tongue, death and life of the power, your tongue of your tongue. And then you speak and you speak to your body or you speak to the disease. Curse what you don't want and just command what you do want to get on the scene. Calling those things that be not as though they were. You command it into natural existence. You command it to physically manifest. For instance, if it's cancer, you say, cancer, I curse you. I curse every single cancer cell. Die in Jesus' name. And then you say, I speak life over my whatever part it is or over your whole body in the name of Jesus. And there's this girl, and I like I like her testimony. I think her name is Allison Roland, and she had alopecia, some kind of alopecia, so she was bald. And then her father gave her uh, teachings of Andrew Womack, and she, she listened to You've Already Got It. And then she was in the car, and she was, all of a sudden, she said, hair, I command you grow. And she got hair. You can, you can watch her... Um, uh, testimony so great so great she commanded it and it was well that shows us but Papa God did the same I think it's Psalm 33 he commanded and it stood we need to do the things how he did it peace be still rebuke the wind curse what you don't want and command what you do want because he told you you will have what you say you do it with your mouth don't think that you're talking that you're talking in authority when you're just you know in fear 
because you're not talking in authority. Don't speak in authority when you're still in unbelief or offended or annoyed or irritated or those type of things because it will not work. It will not work. But speak in authority. Get rid of all those other things and then get your gun loaded and shoot and aim. And you will see what will happen because that's how it happened for me. I kept on saying, pain, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And why did I kept on saying that? Because maybe the first times I wasn't speaking in authority. You know, because if I truly believe that I had received, I would have spoken one time. But it's okay to speak more than one time because, hey, it got the job done. So that's okay. Well, I'm looking at the time. I'm going to get to your questions and mind you there's so much more to tell about Jesus the word for your healing but I just need you to understand and I just speak that you get a revelation of what I'm telling you here because it's not me just filling time no it's truth it comes from the word you go for yourself and read it you go for yourself and and find out is it really the, the Greek word for offense or for being offended scandalizo you go for yourself in the word because it's the word that gets you healed because he already did it. Okay, let me get to your questions. Yes, curse what you don't want and command what you do want. That's right. Um, this word is so powerful. It's sharp like a sword and that's it. That's the word. That's our Jesus. Get rid of unbelief and get the word. Great, Cynthia. Cheryl, so very hard when you're in diabolical, tormented, tormenting agony. But there, and I've talked about Mark 5, maybe that you have to go to a few sessions back because there was this man in diabolic tormenting agony. And it's in Mark 5. He had a legion of demons. I don't think there are people with a legion of demons, but he was tormented and he was cutting himself, crying at night. And you know, when they chained him, he, would, he could break it like it was nothing. They, they chained, they shackled his feet with feathers and his, you know, and he could just break loose. So he was tormented, but still Jesus got rid of the demons. How? He spoke it. He spoke with his authority and power. And that same authority power he's given to us, he's given also to you. You can speak and it's not hard. The devil is a deceiver. He tries to tell you that it's hard. Of course, he doesn't want you to, to get out of it. But you just go to Mark chapter 5 and read it for yourself how Jesus dealt with that legion of demons in that man. The man made a choice to go for the word. And then the word Jesus delivered him because Jesus is the deliverer. So I just speak that you get such a boldly anger like this godly anger and you say stop it in jesus name you curse what you don't want say i curse you diabolical torment in jesus name get out and you speak peace peace be still you know it's what i just spoke about um let me see yes like you said earlier get in the word and go do act and stand and that's it you know, I, I, I just told the people of my church, I have a Bible study on Sunday. I just told them, I don't want a Bible study club. I, why would I? That's not, that's not the aim. I want people to go and just become that doer of the word of God. And I'm not talking about works, but stand up, go and do. You will see what will happen because Papa God, he said to us, I want to walk in you. 
He wants to be great through us. Well, then I have to stand up and go and do something. You know, if you cannot even move a finger, you just, every single time, you just try and move that finger. Say, I'm going to move my fingers in the name of Jesus. You become a doer of the word of God. Uh, Cheryl said, I felt that office. I felt very alone, angry, and abandoned by God. Well, that's the thing. We need to get rid of that. I know how it feels, but that feeling is not faith. That feeling is not true at all. It's just the devil deceiving us, and we're not looking through the eyes of the word, through the eyes of faith. Then we're looking in our soulless realm. We're in the natural realm where we look eye to eye to Satan. So just get rid of that office. And I speak peace to your soul in Jesus' name. I, I just speak that your, your soul, every hurt and every wound just closes up in the name of Jesus and that you will find that peace that Isaiah 26, 3 is talking about because you keep your mind focused on him and he will keep you in perfect peace. Uh, let me see. Thank you for this message. I struggled for years with the scriptures about healing, not understanding why I didn't receive healing. My understanding has grown so much now with ministries like, like CTM ministry and the woman and of course healing journey today. I already have, Yes, you already have it. That's so good. Limit, let me see. <laughs> Full restoration to your body. It's your real peace to every single cell. And that's it. Peace to every single cell, tissue, organ of your body. Michael, let me see. We provide medical insurance for our kids. So God, our father provided medical insurance for us. So beautifully put. We have to believe that he loves us and will take care of us. He loves us, yes, because he already made it all available. We need to take it, and we take it with our mouth. God, as a parent, provides for us just like we provide for our children, and he's even better at it. Uh, she also said, I need healing miracle fighting for my life. Well, Jesus fought for your life, and he, on the cross, he said, it is finished. Now you've got the law of the spirit of life working on the inside of you, Cheryl. I just prayed for you, but you can also go to Romans 8, 1, and you will see that you got that, that spirit of life, it, it, uh, the law of the spirit of life, it's just working on the inside of you. You just need to draw it out and start speaking differently. Start speaking the word, just seeing the real Jesus for who he is, you know, it will, it will change your whole life. So without faith, it's impossible to please God and he's the reward of those who seek him diligently. That's so right. A lot of what you said describes me. You see, that's why the Lord had me talking about that because the, the thing is, it wasn't like, uh, for me, it wasn't like a road like, Ooh, it was so floating and so, woo. <laughs> Every one of us, the Bible tells us that our brethren in the world, they experience the same thing. So when I thought that I was the only one suffering, the only one in pain, the only one going through all the stuff, no, nah, that's never true. It's always the devil trying to tell us that, trying to convince us. And so I, I thank you so much for saying that. That's very bold of you to say that. Prayer for manifestation from lupus. Well, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I command lupus. I Curse you. You are cursed, Lupus, from the roots in Jesus' name. All your blood cells, everything I commanded, normal, good, perfect in Jesus' name. Because the blood of Jesus, let it just run through your veins. I command you got enough of everything in your body that you need to have. So body of Lord, I command you function in the perfection to with God 
and uh, commanded you to function, created you to function in Jesus' name. I speak life into your body, life into your nerves, tendons, ligaments, skin, cells, and uh, bones, and muscles, everything in your body, organs, tissue, and cell in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God, because he's so good. Thank you, Lord. How long did it take you to see total healing? Well, that's always a very difficult question to answer because I don't even know when the pain stopped. Because I elevated the word so much, I was focused on the word and not on the pain. So I don't know how long that took. Maybe it was two weeks, but I really don't know. But the whole healing manifestation, because there were so many symptoms and damages done, you know, I really had to fight against those type of things, stand against it. Uh, well, actually defend uh, my health and my healing. And I think it might have taken for everything before the last thing left, like a year and a half maybe, because the diarrhea was the last thing to, to go. There was the there was a stronghold there. Uh, the vomiting stopped very quickly. So uh, things had different time schedules when it stopped. So that's why it's, a, it's difficult for me to explain how long it takes. How long it took, sorry. Um, Judy says, I continue to stand, shout at the symptoms and command them to leave, but I keep getting more and more symptoms. It's getting exhausting. Yeah, and that's what I, I hear a lot of people say, but that's what, what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, um, I wasn't shouting. I was raising my voice, but in a stern lack of way. So it's like, I always watch SWAT teams and those type of um, army things because I understand then what authority means. And in the Bible, we see that centurion, he was a man of the army and he knew authority. He says, I say to one, go and they go. I say to one, come and they come. So he understood the authority that Jesus himself was having. And that's the way we need to speak. But first, get your gun loaded before you aim to shoot. Get that gun loaded. And that you need to get what's here on health and healing. Get it on the inside by you taking it, eating it, meditating upon it, studying it out. Just, you know, eat it, drink it. That's what I did. Eat it, drink it. I first, it was like I'm a, I was a spiritual bodybuilder, just pumping myself up, you know, with the word and with the word and with the word. I needed that. That was for me. That was for no one else for, but for me. And after I did that, something just happened. Now my gun was so loaded and it was like I had, I don't know anything about guns, so please. <laughs> and I was just aiming and shooting and I saw things happen. And that is something I also, uh, I taught my, my children. Yeah, actually, I taught my children, but only my daughter, she did that. And uh, I did like, um, how do you say it? Um, I did like a live advice session with her and she even ministered to me again because hearing those stories, they built, they built you up. She made it into a game even as she was like eight years, nine years of age. And I was, I just taught her Mark 11, what I'm also teaching you. This is what I taught my little baby girl, baby girl. She wasn't a baby anymore. And she just believed it. She was like, okay, in the name of Jesus, I can speak. I can curse something and I can, you know, speak something into existence. And she taught her friends, all those little girls, and they saw the most magnificent things happening. And why it gets exhausting for us, because we are looking at the symptoms sometimes. We are just 
on a shouting without having, you know, having authority. Get that authority on the inside. Know who you are. Know what he died to give you. Don't let Satan cheat you out of that. Get so angry. You know, I, I will talk about the spiritual laws also here on the healing journey today. And get that boldness, that anger like, what? No. And you will see. You will see what will happen those symptoms will run you know flee in seven ways they came one way they flee seven ways and sometimes when you see the symptoms are you know flaring up or getting worse we think oh no it's not working it's not good but maybe it's like you are like they they get on the surface like hey we need to fight her tooth and nail because we don't want to leave her body. This is our home. So maybe you're doing something very good, but I understand it's exhausting. And even when it's exhausting, you speak to that exhaustion, say, Papa, Jesus spoke two words. Peace be still. I'm going to do the same, but first get your gun loaded. So believing for total and complete healing to optic nerves and High eye pressure, it is finished. That's right. Moses was about 120 years of age and his natural forces were not abated nor his eyesight dimmed. So in the name of Jesus, I command total and complete healing in your optic nerves and your high eye pressure, you know, all those type of things. I command what needs to be done, be done right now. I command your eyes healed. I command everything healed in your body and it needs to be healed in Jesus' name. I command you got plenty, plenty vision. You know, 2020 vision, you got plenty, plenty vision. I commend life in that eye, in your eyes, in Jesus' name. Standing your authority gift because of what Jesus has done on the cross. And that's it. That's resting in his finished work. I just rest in his finished work, but I and I take what he died to give me because he told me one day that's just uh he came into my room and he was all blooded, gutted. It was terrible to see him like that. And I didn't want to hug him. I didn't want even want to look at him so terrible. And he came, he, you know, he opened his arms. So I knew, oh, he wants a hug. He wants a hug. Jesus wants a hug. I'm like, oh no. And I was like, stiff like that. No, I don't want to hurt you. And then my arms, I put my arms around him. And then he whispered in my ear. He said, take everything I died to give you. And he was so stern, so full of authority. I was like, but did I do that? You know? We need to do that. It's like his, his grace is a gift. Everything is a gift. He died for us so we can live. You know, he took those infirmities. He bore those sicknesses and diseases. Do, do we really realize that Jesus took every single symptom, sickness, disease, ailment in his own body? One body got everything COVID, cancer, whatever name will ever pop up, Ebola, whatever, you know, every, every damage done in bodies, he took it in his body, every infirmity. Do we realize that? And then we just say, oh, it's not working for me. He didn't do it for me. No, he did. In his body, it's so rude to not accept that gift. We need to receive it and then take what he's given to us. So everyone, and um, oh, Victoria's a question. How did you get Jesus to visit you? Um, I, I really don't know. I think, well, for me, I was always, you know, speaking in tongues a lot. 
asking questions to Holy Spirit because if I read something, I will go and ask questions, like everything raises a question maybe. And I'm just asking the question. So I just remember that I was seated on my uh, bed and I was speaking in tongues and was talking to Holy Spirit about uh, who he was and what he was doing and, and about their persons when Jesus stepped in. So I don't know how that, why that happened, but it was so profound because he, then I understood something. Then I understood something that I was actually rude by not taking everything that he died to give me. And he was, he wasn't angry with me, but he was stern. So he really wants us to do that. So I know why he, he visited me, but I know he can visit people. Uh, thank you, Lord. Help me believe, help me receive. And he will share. He will because he has already given it to you. You just get into this word. Get into this word. Just get to know Jesus. You, you read the gospel and see how sweet and how great he is, but very stern and really has authority. And then just, just you can Google Bible verses if you want to know something more about that. He visited you as well, you see. But I know he did for so many. He went to so many people. So, hey, Norma, yes, you believe, help my humble, that's what the guy said. And you know, but he gave us right now, he gave us like uh, antidotes against unbelief so we can get rid of it, so you can get rid of that unbelief and you just force faith, you know, not force faith, but go in full force in your faith because you believe that you receive and you will have the health and the healing that is yours. Well, guys, thank you so much, so, so, so much, Anna, for being here. And Papa, thank you so much that every single one of them, you love them more than they will ever know. Thank you that you're, they're already healed. And I command you whole. I command you healed. I command you delivered. I command you strengthened in the name of Jesus. And I bless you with that. Hallelujah. Well, I see one person free. That's such a beautiful name, free. I've been trying to learn from my own healing. Now I have a newborn with an illness. The doctors can't figure out his breathing is abnormal. Well, then you talk to that breathing. Don't let Satan cheat your child out of living or breathing. Papa, God made his lungs. You command those lungs to work. I command lungs work normal in Jesus' name. Every diagnosis of abnormality, stop it. Be cursed in Jesus' name. I command his breath and his lungs normal in the name of Jesus. Whatever the illness is, we don't care. Illness, you're cursed in, in Jesus' name. I command this little, little newborn free in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God. Thank you so much. And I'm just waiting for those praise reports. Okay, everyone. Thank you, for, thank you so much for being here. Bye-bye, everyone. Love you guys. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.